Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? And we're back with another episode coming in hot right here of What is the Point? And I'm here with the best co-host ever, Will Maxwell. Oh, <laughs> man. Yes. You guys brought me back. Yeah. I'm here. That's pitiful. I've, I've been here. You have been here. And then we've got the best host female ever. No, I still don't like that. Okay. No, no. Sorry. You guys are equal. Whatever. All right. I'll take We're it. all equals here. What's up, guys? Okay. Heather Hartman, everyone. Heather, did I say your name? Can nope. we can we nope. add like applause? There it is <laughs> in the background, a clap track. <laughs> every every time you talk, and can I get a laugh track after every time I talk? <laughs> I just want an organ. Oh, that's great. That's wow. We can absolutely do those things. Old school thing. Wow. Um, okay, so today we're talking about one of my favorite Trey song. Uh, songs. Ooh. Will, do you want to sing it? I just want to be successful. Mm. Can you put oh, auto-tune you on that? that? Uh, so someone no, throw some no, auto-tune no, no, on there? No, 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 no. I feel like I nailed it. <laughs> you did. There we go. So, obviously, last week we talked about failure, and uh, it honestly does not matter what order you listen to these in. Nope. Um, but we're talking about the opposite today, success. Uh, if we think that is the opposite. Ooh. 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 <laughs> okay. But I know that we, we've kind of got some different takes on that. And even for me, what I found with so many people in their life, uh, when it comes to success, they either hide in it or from it. So they're either that successful person that they are and that is who they are or they hide from it and they're just like oh it's not a you know it doesn't even matter i don't need to be successful in any type of way i'm gonna go you know live in a cabin in the woods and do my own thing (laughs) which some people see that as success so uh but okay kind of the opposite of failure where failure kind of seems like a bad thing success kind of seems like a good thing Mm -hmm. right but can success ever be bad or is it always good no, it hundred percent. It can be bad. Yes, it absolutely can be bad because, I mean, I said that or that last week. I said that failure like shows your true character, but I think also so does success. Uh, just in like the fact of like one, your pursuit of that success. It's I think your pursuit of success says a lot about who you are. Like if you're stepping on people and just having total disregard for anything besides you yourself and your success, then yeah, I would argue that that's bad success. And then also once you have it, what you do with it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen people who have succeeded at something, be it like financially. Um, I think financially is a big one. Um, and then just kind of seeing the change once that success happens, like it's, it's kind of heartbreaking. So yes, I would say there can 100% be bad success. For sure can be bad, especially when that definition of success uh, is centered around you. Mm-hmm. Like if it's such a self-centered version of what can I get, what can I do, uh, success can 
for sure be bad because you can never get enough to be satisfied. You can never like you you will never be able to reach that because there's always going to be another level. There's always going to be something else that you're going to be yep. striving for. Uh, and not only that, when when it not only is it all about what you can get, but uh, when you're wanting that success to fill a void or you're waiting for yeah. that you know success, like oh when I get in a relationship then I'll be happy or yep. when I get this promotion then I will be that you know if you're waiting for those things then yeah it'll be a horrible thing when you get it because you won't know how to steward it well you won't know to, there's a whole bunch that goes into that but yeah success isn't uh it isn't it isn't always great <laughs> yeah and i think a lot of it is just nailing down whose definition of success are you living for so That's it. again <clears throat> is it yours or is it what the world is telling you is success mm-hmm. so is it the money is it the house is it that you know, uh, supermodel wife <laughs> or something, you know, I, I, I don't know what, whatever. There, there's so many things that we think, uh, equal success that don't, and they don't actually make our life any better. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, some do. All right. Uh, I love jet skis. So oh clearly, I mean, if I got a couple of those, I mean, that's success in my eyes. <laughs> Only if you allow other people to come use them. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. For the betterment of others. Probably not you guys, but I'll definitely let other people Ouch. come in. Oh, use them. wow. Fine. Unless you guys get them first. So okay. then oh. I'll come use them. Yes. But uh, no, but I, I just know for so many times, like, so many things I've lived for other people's definition of success of mm-hmm. this is the number we should hit in this, or this is how much money I should be making at this job, or this is, you know, where we should be at in life when I'm this age. And, um, None of those are are very helpful. (laughs) Uh, And ultimately, I just honestly feel worse about myself, even if I do succeed at them uh, in certain times, it's never um, as satisfying as I think that they will be. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, true. so just realizing whose definition of success that you're actually living out of, and that's important. Uh, and so when it comes to success, all mm-hmm. right, here's what we think. All right, we a lot of the times we think happiness is just on the other side of success, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but how can we make sure that our happiness, how can we make sure that our identity isn't found in success? Yeah, that's good. I mean, Will kind of briefly touched on it, but I think like a good question that I like to ask myself is like, am I prioritizing this success over my relationship with Christ? And am I pr- prioritizing this pursuit of success over people? And if the answer to either of or both of those questions are yes, then I would say that I'm way too much tying my identity into that success. Um, And I think also just like your motive behind reaching that success, again, if it's to fill a void or if it's to feel worthy or um, to find your your happiness, then I would just say that... um, your, your identity is is somewhere other than Christ, and that's a dangerous place to be. Um, and I think also just like God has already given you like everything that you need to be for who he's called you to be. Right. So whether or not you are successful, like you're still worthy to God, right? And so again, just with the comparison and um, like other people have this thing, so I should have it or are this thing, so I should be it. Like you're already complete and whole and who Jesus Christ made you to be. And the pursuit of anything other than that to me is dangerous. Ooh. That's good. I when I read this question of just, you know, identity, I related so much to it because mm-hmm. I have had 
that sounds super braggy what I was about to say, but I've, I've had success and I've tied, like I have tied, like I have done this. I have mm-hmm. made, made my identity based on my success. And when I do not reach that level that I've set or the world set, then I'm like, my identity is now I'm a failure. And mm-hmm. so uh, I love what James 4.10 says is uh, that we need to humble ourselves before the Lord and he mm-hmm. will lift us up. And, and I think just in my life personally, how do I make sure that my identity isn't found in that is to know that. Any level of success that I reach, that I have, is only because of God. So like good. there's no other way that I could have made it this far. There's no way that I could have done this without God or without the people surrounding me or whatever it is. Like I, there's nothing that I can do that that great by mm-hmm. myself. And mm-hmm. so, um, so yeah, that's that's it for me. It's just. Stay humble. What did Kendrick Lamar say? That's it. <laughs> Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so good. I think also I, I said this in my sermon at the point a couple of weeks ago, but what you can't give away, you don't own. It owns you. And that's just been, man, that's been huge in my life, especially like the past year as I've just been like setting goals, like in my career and financially. And um, I think we, not to get like too deep into like financial discussions, but I I know a lie that I've told myself is like when I make more or have more, then I'll give more. Um, And I use that as an excuse for not being generous or I have in the past. And then what I found is like when I actually get more, it's easier to hoard (laughs) and it's harder to give away. And Mm -hmm. so I have to have that that check that, you know, I have to keep that perspective of like, Hey, if you can't give this away, you don't own it. Like it owns you. And so I think that's again, not just financial. I think that's true in a lot of areas in our lives. And if you're, if you're unable to give something away, then I think you're a little too tied down to it. Yes. And so many times I hop on that roller coaster of Mm -hmm. that equals, you know, success equals my happiness and I live and die by the numbers. If that's Mm -hmm. how many people come to your event or if that's Mm -hmm. uh, how much money you have in the bank or, you know, how long this relationship lasts, whatever it is. Um, If you find yourself there where when things are good, you're good. When things are bad, you're bad. And (laughs) you ride that roller coaster hard. I, I think all of us in this room can completely understand what that uh, feels like, but I also want you to understand that, that's fantastic data to have because this is mm-hmm. your wake up moment to say, okay, I think I have two masters. Yeah, I think I'm trying to serve two masters. I'm trying to serve success and happiness and I'm not serving God right now <laughs> because uh, you really can't, you can't do both right there. And, and y- y- you know, y- that, that roller coaster is never going to be a healthy lifestyle yeah. to hop onto. But when it does come to success, I think all of us want it in some form or fashion. <laughs> yeah. I think it looks different for every one of yeah. us though. And uh, defining that is important. Um, But one thing that I think is super easy to get caught up in is the treadmill of, okay, um, wanting more, 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 more. You reach a goal and the flagpole moves again. And you're like, oh, shoot. I thought I I just got to this number in my bank account. I just got to this. And it's not bad to have goals. Absolutely have those. But how can you be content but not complacent? Or how can Mm. you be content but not you know, always moving the flagpole, wanting more and mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Well, I feel like those are kind of like two questions for, for not being complacent. I think like a good gauge for that is like, if I'm not stepping into assignments or opportunities that I believe or know are from God, then 
I'm probably being complacent. Um, and I'm probably, you know, back to what we were talking about in the last episode is like fearing failure a little bit too Mm much. Um, and just, again, like if I'm, if I'm not giving that away, then I'm probably a little too comfortable in, in where I am at. And I have now reached this destination where I only care about me. And again, that's a very, very dangerous place to be. And I think the other part of it, when you said of like still having goals, I think that's really important too, but, um, just being clear about why those goals are being set. And if that goal is reached, like what, and what is going to be accomplished from that and who besides myself can benefit from that as well. So good. No, I, uh, for me, it's, 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 and I struggle with being content, uh, being just so goal oriented and always moving the flagpole, always wanting that next. Uh, and for me, I have to be thankful for what I have. And even in the season that I'm in, uh, and just having that attitude of gratitude or, you know, uh, mixing with that humility of just like, man, like, and there's no way I could have made it here. Yeah. And so I'm extremely thankful to be, that I'm here. Uh, and so, and, and I think it's a hard thing. I think there's nothing wrong with wanting more of what God has for you. Um, and, I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything going uh, for that. But then once you start to reach for things that... Uh, that maybe God doesn't have for you. Mm-hmm. And you're, now you're just greedy at that point. Now you're just, <laughs> you know, now you're just striving for something that has nothing to do with you. Or you're the opposite where you're like, I don't, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, and, you're, and it's just this lazy way of just moving through life day by day without any, that purpose. Yeah. And, and if that is, if you're in that place where I've been in that place, then a lot of the times it's because I have not, I have lost sight of what I have in my life so far. Yes. And so I'm not, I'm not thankful for where I am. I'm just like, Oh, well it's me or, you know, whatever. So that's it. You have to have that DTR for success. Uh, (laughs) DTS define the success. success. All right. Because you really do have to sit down and figure that out because what you put as your success, I mean, that's going to shape your life quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I know for me, definitely over quarantine, I had a ton of time to reevaluate this in my life. And I know I've shared this with Will. Uh, I heard this story that reshaped (laughs) how I define success in my life. And I know this is going to look different for everybody, uh, but just the stage of life that I'm in, it really hit me hard just because I know I do have a son and I am married. You know, I know some of us are single here, but this will redefine really how you see success in your life and how you can achieve that daily rather than, you know, okay, maybe I'm working one day for this, but you could have it now. So, um, all right. It's, uh, so there's this wealthy (laughs) businessman. All right. He goes and he takes a vacation in Mexico. Okay. And he's chilling on the beach and he sees this fisherman who comes out, he's got like a little boat, you know, and he's got like, oh, just these huge fish. I mean, they look incredible. And the guy's like, whoa, he's like, those look amazing. I've never seen fish like that. Um, How long did it take you to catch that? And he's like, "Uh, probably like 30 minutes. He's got like five or six of them. He's like, this is amazing. He's like, okay, so like, what are you going to go do now? He's like, well, I'm just going to go to the market and uh, sell them. He's like, but it's like 930 in the morning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's like, this is crazy. He's like, what are you going to do with the rest of your day? And he's like, well, I'll probably just like stay home and, you know, uh, probably go eat lunch with my family and then take a nap with my wife and then, you know, wake up, play with my kids and then probably go play guitar in the town later tonight and then uh, do it again tomorrow. 
And the like wealthy American bankers like, oh, okay, here we go. I've got, <laughs> I, I could let's do this. He's yeah. like, I went to Harvard. I've got a degree in this. We can like, I can make you rich. He's like, here's what you gotta do. All right, just stay out 30 minutes or an hour more every single day. Okay, get more fish and sell those in the market. Save that money, all right? And then what you can do is you can buy a bigger boat. Then you can stay out about eight hours a day, okay? And just fish and you can collect, I mean, hundreds of fish on this bigger boat. Then once you do that, you're gonna have more money. So then you can hire more employees to fish for you. And then what you're probably gonna have to do is move more inland to you know Mexico City, start a distribution center. You can start distributing the, the fish that you're catching. Yeah. You know, start doing that. And then he's like, then um, you know you can eventually uh, make tons of money doing it. Okay. And then the fisherman's like, okay. And then what? Yeah. Mm. And the baker's yeah. like, well, <laughs> then you're gonna have loads of money. Okay. You're gonna sell your company. You're gonna make millions off it. It's gonna be awesome. And the guy's like, okay, but like, and then what? Well, he's like, then you whatever like you want. retire. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can play with your kids. You can take naps in the middle of the day. Like mm. you can eat with your family. Like you can go play guitar at night in the city, do whatever you want. And he's like, no, thanks. He's like, I can do that now. Mm. Yeah. And it, it it's so interesting because so many of us, we wow. work and we work and we work for what? What do you want to work for? Mm. Just to have more money in your bank account? Just to have more problems? Just to have more... Mm. And during that Taxes. quarantine season... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you can hit a different tax bracket. More money, right. more problems. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, this isn't just related to money. And obviously money is... Um, you know, It can be helpful for a lot of different things. Sure. Um, but I, I definitely, for me, I had to sit down and be like, okay, like what really is success? Yeah. Because I think back in the day, I would have said it's this many people attending church. And it looks, you know, it, it looks like me having this many staff under me. And it looks like, and it's just like, why? Mm-hmm. Because I have everything that I want right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So how do I build that into my day to day? How do I have success daily in those things? And, um, I think so many, so many of us, we, we work really hard so that one day we can, but it, we could have it now. Wow. So. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it, it starts with your, just like you said, defining what success looks like right now. I know for me, the success is very small. It's, you know, the healthiness and happiness of my family. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like I could literally be anywhere in the world right now as long as they're good. And because yeah. of that, like I know that every decision that I make uh, is, is thought through the lens of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just defining what success looks like and you know, being able to do that. Man, right that is so good. I love that story. That it, really it spoke me. to me. I'm not it even kidding. Me. Like yeah. I'm over here kind of like, <laughs> Ooh, that hurts. Um, okay. So uh, here's what I also know. Okay. Um, we've all had a little bit of success in our lives. All right. Um, except for Will shaking his head. No, I have not. not. <laughs> yeah. um, You're in this room. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a success. But, I'm uh, what, what have you learned from success? So whatever that definition of success is for you, what mm-hmm. have you learned from it? Yeah, I think I, and it's kind of goes with like the story that you just told is like all the success that I've had. Um, yeah, it feels great. Like for a moment and that little period of time. But then like, if you think about it, when something good happens in your life, like what's the first thing you do? You like call somebody. Call somebody yeah. Like yeah. you like, there's like somebody <laughs> in your life who you're like, Oh, I got to call this person. I got to tell, you know, and like they celebrate 
it, that success with you. And to me, like when I look back on like the, the outstanding, like the most noticeable successes that I've had in my life, like the commonality between all of them was that like I shared that success with other people. It yeah. wasn't yep. just something that I did yeah. by or for myself. And when you do put those and compare them with the success that you have had or done by or for yourself, and it's like, yeah, I mean, those are great, but man, those successes that I celebrated with other people, like, man, there's nothing that compares to that. Um. Yeah, I love her answer, especially because mine is a completely different direction of that. Uh, so what I have learned, especially when my successes have not been rooted in in God or mm-hmm. they've been rooted in the wrong things, is that uh, how easy it is for it to trip trip me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love what Paul says. Um, I don't remember where it is exactly, but he says, uh, strip off every weight that slows you down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so many times uh, I have taught that message as in the sin, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and stuff like that. But I'm also like, man, how many times do I need to like strip off past success? <laughs> uh, and I'm like, oh, I've been successful in this. I don't need to listen to this person. Or I've, I've been successful in this area. I don't need to practice in this area or, or whatever it may be. And so, uh, so one thing just in success that I've learned is that, um, I don't know, it, it's, it's, it can be very dangerous if you're not, I'll just tag it in with what Heather said, if you're not surrounding yourself with the right people mm-hmm. and your success isn't rooted in Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's not rooted in Christ, if it's not rooted in the right things and the things of God, um, it, it could be, it could be dangerous. It could be fleeing mm-hmm. uh, and, and it could be, uh, it could be really tough to obtain. Yeah, I think you realize real quick whose recognition means most to you. Yeah. And I know there's been times where I've done things and I was like, that was awesome. That was so cool. And then like I had somebody come up to me and be like, "Uh, but you you dropped the ball here and you missed this and Mm -hmm. you didn't see this. And I was just like, oh, day ruined. Yeah. Because I don't know, for some reason, your recognition means more than my own sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Um, And I've had the opposite too, where, man, I... I biffed that. I messed that up. <laughs> All right. I flopped. I got on stage. It, you know, it killed me. Okay. I didn't kill it. And I've had people come up and be like, are you kidding me? Like you were so real and honest. And that was so helpful for where I was. I was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that actually kind of changes my mind a little bit. Obviously there's things I want to do better, but I don't feel as bad about it now. Right. Mm-hmm. It, you know, and it is kind of crazy when you do that and, and even just understanding, okay whose recognition means the most to you Mm -hmm. is huge in kind of what you learn from success and what it is. Yeah. I think Um, there have also been times where I've like had the choice between like something that I thought was going to set me up to succeed and like spending time with my family Yeah. or like, I'm going to do this thing that I could like potentially like go make money on or whatever. I need to take this time to just prepare for something that's only going to benefit me. Yeah. And, and your family is always going to be there. A hundred percent. You can always, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they never die or move. A hundred percent. And I like, sometimes I lose that perspective, but I can, I can almost say every single time I regret it because I'm like, man, I, that's so selfish. Like I'm not promised that moment that I just gave up with my family or, you know, it's just like, sometimes it's easy for me to lose that perspective of like, sometimes all these decisions that I make are, are surrounded by only my best interests. And in hindsight, it just like, none of them are really worth it. 
Yeah, and there has to be boundaries on that yeah. success or else you will compromise character, you'll compromise yeah. time, you'll compromise integrity over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Um, so there has to be some sort of boundary on mm-hmm. that success or else you will turn into whatever somebody else wants you to be or whatever the world wants you to be or whatever, you know, you, you, it, it can get it can get uh, messy really quick. Mm-hmm. So last question. Okay. All right. 22-year-old Will Maxwell, 22-year-old Heather Harmon, okay? What piece of advice, and we can say general, but like what piece of advice would you have given yourself at that age, knowing what you know now, and you're a 22-year-old you, you probably haven't had much success in your life. Maybe you think you have, but you're like, I'm going to be a big success one day. At 25, I'll be making millions, and I will be doing, you know, I'll be, Mm -hmm. you know, a big deal, but- I'm going to get there, but maybe I don't have a lot of success right now. What advice would you have given yourself at that age? Yeah. I think one thing that I would say is just like, you should never compromise yourself or what you believe in to achieve that success. Mm. And if you think that that success is going to fulfill you in any type of way that is sustainable or long lasting, then you will be gravely, gravely disappointed (laughs) uh, because it just won't. That's it. (laughs) Um, I would tell my 22 year old self, uh, Willie, so much. Oh my <laughs> oh, goodness, William, uh, William, 22 Will year old me, man, is a hot mess. But uh, and he was living so much for the approval of other people. But I would, I would tell him to uh, seek first the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. and and all other things will be added on to. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would, I would, I would, I would tell him that be simply because. I believe that you will find that success in Christ, that as you are pursuing Christ, you will find uh, whatever it is that you are so desperately desperately looking for uh, to try to find, you know, try to define success or whatever. Um, So that is, yeah, that's what I would tell myself in, you know, some way, because I I wouldn't have listened. Probably wouldn't have listened. (laughs) And then I had to say it again. And then I had to say, I told you so. And it's just a whole. (laughs) I can't wait for that episode. I told you so. I told you so. (laughs) No, I love that. I think that's, that's really good. I think like putting that simply, it's just like success might not look like what you think it does. It might actually look like failure. Can we put the claps in there? I love it. Well, with that, I think that we can pause. We okay. Could, I think absolutely. that's a great, that's a great stopping point. Uh, short and sweet, but Hey, if you have any questions or any topics you want us to hit on, what is the point? You can always slide into our DMS mm-hmm. and be the point. Us? No, no, tweet. Okay. no, no Twitter. Still no Twitter. No Twitter. Do people can. want a Twitter? <laughs> Are you kidding me? We I'm obsessed with Twitter. We need to ask the people. Wow. That's so true. All right. We'll ask the people. Um, if you really want us to get a Twitter, I mean, just you can email us at what is the point at northpointchurch.tv. But hey, thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. See ya.